Good morning. I'm James Hellman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202's Big Idea for Wednesday, August 2nd. Today's big idea? Jeff Flake has delivered the most courageous conservative rebuttal of Trumpism yet. Senator Jeff Flake believes that Donald Trump is a modern-day Robert Welch. To understand why the Arizona Republican is risking his political career this week to publish a book lambasting the president of his own party requires some familiarity with a pivotal but largely forgotten episode in the early history of the modern conservative movement. It was 1962, the same year Flake was born. Robert Welch, a retired candy maker, had won a massive following on the right as the leader of the extremist John Birch Society. The Birchers were trying to attach themselves to the emerging presidential campaign of Barry Goldwater. William F. Buckley, who was the founder of National Review, wanted to write Welch and his kooky ideas out of the movement. Recognizing that it could cost him critical support, Goldwater nonetheless endorsed the effort. Flake considers himself an ideological heir to Goldwater, who once held his Senate seat. He, before going to Congress in 2000, served as the executive director of the Goldwater Institute think tank in Phoenix for almost a decade. Flake says he often asks himself, what would Goldwater do? And he feels confident that his hero would not be pleased or amused by either Trump or the state of today's Republican Party. Halfway through his new book, which came out yesterday, Flake notes that Goldwater's stand against Welch inspired him to speak out against Trump, even though he knows the political risks. As an homage, Flake has even titled the book Conscience of a Conservative, the same name of Goldwater's seminal work. Flake said that he mostly wrote the 140-page manifesto in secret. He didn't even tell some of his advisors that he was working on it, lest they try to talk him out of putting these ideas on paper. Flake, who was one of the most conservative members of the House and is still one of the most conservative members of the Senate, argues at length that Trump is not an authentic conservative. He warns ominously that Republicans will suffer a long-term crash from the, quote, sugar high that they're getting off allowing this interloper to lead the party. Flake believes that Republicans have made a Faustian bargain by embracing Trump, and it has already proved to not be worthwhile. Many conservative intellectuals have cogently made the case against Trumpism over the past 26 months since Trump jumped in the race, but Flake is the first sitting senator to do so since the president took office. He's also up for re-election. He's on the ballot in just a couple months, and his already tough primary just got tougher. The White House political team, even before this book came out, has been actively talking with potential GOP challengers with the goal of coalescing behind the most credible contender who could actually defeat Flake. Trump has reportedly told people that he's willing to put up $10 million of his own money to beat Flake. And if he hated Flake before, Trump will loathe him even more now that this book has come out. To paraphrase Bill Buckley, the late editor of National Review, Flake now stands athwart Trump, yelling stop at a time when few others in his movement are inclined to do so or to have much patience with those who so urge it. And that's the big idea for today. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. One, the Justice Department plans to investigate and sue universities whose affirmative action policies they determine discriminate against white applicants. The project is based out of the department's Civil Rights Division. That division is looking for lawyers who are interested in working on litigation that is, quote, related to intentional race-based discrimination in college and university admissions. Number two, the White House defended Trump's involvement in drafting a misleading statement about his oldest son's meeting with a Russian lawyer during the presidential campaign. In a press conference yesterday, Sarah Huckabee Sanders said the president was simply acting, quote, like any father would. This comment appears to confirm that Trump participated in the drafting of the statement. 
It also contradicts repeated denials from Trump's own attorneys who insisted that the president had nothing to do with drafting the statement. Number three, at least two top Venezuelan opposition leaders were arrested by masked security guards early yesterday morning. The arrests come just two days after Venezuelan President Nicolas Maduro held an internationally condemned election to boost his authoritarian government and sparked fears of a wider government crackdown against dissenters. The election and the arrests add to the ongoing economic and political turmoil that Venezuela continues to face. The Trump administration has slapped additional financial sanctions on Maduro following the phony election. And that's The Daily 202 for Wednesday, August 2nd. You can always read more at WashingtonPost.com slash Daily 202, including a bunch more quotes from Jeff Flake's book. I'm James Holman, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.